0: This morning and throughout the course of our practice today we'll be extending the instruction and invitation to explore the domain of the head center the thinking center so this is not uh, license to be lost in thought or daydream And it's not to suggest that there hasn't been some thinking going on up till now. But we save the instruction about mindfulness of thought, mindfulness of the process of thinking until some days into the retreat because it's quite slippery. It can be quite difficult. There's a story about uh, an early teacher from Asia who came to the U.S. and um, visited for the first time uh, American culture and kind of the early Dharma scene. And at the end of his journey, uh, visiting various Dharma centers across the U.S., someone asked him, what, what do you think of Americans? How would you describe, that's what he said, how would you describe Americans? And he said three words, lost in thought, lost in thought. So we're trying to make a distinction today and encouraging in your pr- you in your practice not to be lost in thought, but to be mindful of thought to be mindful, as I said, of the process of thinking. I described yesterday that uh, in Buddhist psychology it's considered that there are six sense organs, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and mind. So the mind is considered a sense organ and just as other organs produce various things, gastric juices and so on, The mind is understood to produce thought. But what we want to point to is the invitation and really enormous opportunity and potential of being able to be aware of thought rather than caught in the story and often drama of our thoughts and our thinking. So this is not about trying to stop your thoughts any more than you're trying to stop sensation in the body or emotions that arise. But it's learning to come into a different kind of relationship with the thinking process. So we talked about last night learning to meet your thought with skill and with kindness which is walking sometimes an aspect of what's described as the middle path between grabbing on and going for a ride, getting lost in the story, and kind of tensing up and rejecting and pushing away, trying to squash or get rid of the thinking. So how do we do that? Andrea described yesterday uh, quite, in a very thorough way, some of how, again, in in Buddhist terminology, thoughts and emotions are both considered aspects of our mental states. And as you start to pay attention, you can begin to notice the interplay and um, very close relationship between them, how the arising of a thought, will have a Vedana, will have a flavor, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, and it will also often then lead to a feeling. Maybe we're happy with the thought that we have, or maybe we have a thought, a memory of something that causes us to feel sad, or angry, or bored. And then the feeling may then perpetuate more thinking, and so on. So we can get caught in a kind of cycle of this kind of thinking-feeling circle. There's a wonderful word called papancha, which means the proliferation of thought. So we're not, as we begin today, to focus on mindfulness of thought, mindfulness of thinking, we're not encouraging papancha. We're encouraging you to begin to... uh, engage with your thinking in a different way. So one of the ways that you can begin to do that is to notice different kinds of thought, different patterns of thought. And most of us have one, two, maybe three top uh, kinds of thought that we uh, engage the most. So you can check this out for yourself. For some of us, we uh, have a lot of planning planning, planning, sort of future-oriented thought. And for others of us, it may be more remembering or rehashing, going into the past and repeating something. For some, it may be worrying. For others, judging or assessing. Sometimes thought is just there as a kind of orienting, telling us, okay, this is what's happening now. So again, this is not, uh, the aim here is not to judge your thinking. The aim is to start to become aware of what your own patterns of thought may be. And so as you notice thought arising, you may find it useful to uh, label with a, in a simple way, just to say, oh, planning, planning or worrying, worrying, just to notice, oh, there it is again. And you, again, as, as Andrea described yesterday, if there's a particular kind of thought that has a strong storyline with a charge in it, then it can be useful to see. Is there a feeling that is kind of keeping that thought fueled? Is there a charge that goes with this repeating of a thought that by looking and exploring the emotion you may discover something that you didn't know before. And as you explore the emotion again you can explore it by noticing how does it show up in the body? How does it display itself as sensation? This is a way to orient toward as you begin to notice different kinds of thought, if there are certain strong thoughts that keep repeating you can use this process to uh, drop down. So it can be very useful and it may bring a certain level of personal insight to begin to notice the different kinds of thought that you may become aware of. You may also notice that there are different kinds of thought that some have a big charge. Like, I'm, like I was describing, sometimes we have what I think as kind of riff thoughts, just sort of thoughts that, you know, you're thinking about an orange couch all of a sudden, or a flash of a scene, you know, of a mountain stream or something. And they're just thoughts that kind of drift through. And for the most part, those thoughts, it's fine to just let them be in the background. You may notice a thought but they don't they're kind of floaty thoughts and sometimes those kinds of thoughts can lead us into a kind of daydreamy state where we're almost like dreaming but not quite so you can notice oh this is these are kind of background thoughts or this is a kind of daydreamy thought something like that you may also notice some of you that Sometimes thoughts come as words and sometimes they come as images. So for some of us thought really comes as a visual event and for some it's more of a verbal event. So again, just to notice and pay attention without judging or trying to change what's there but beginning to explore the domain, the territory of this process of thinking. And the, the one last piece to say is that um, for the most part, we're encouraging you to stay with the process as opposed to the content. Sometimes there's some very strong content that it's important to pay attention to. Um, even when you pay attention to strong content, often when strong content comes, we get lost in thought. We start thinking about what does this mean, why is this happening, etc. So when that happens, you can use the same process of strong content comes, feel it as emotion, feel it in the body, allow it fully, but don't allow yourself to get carried away thinking about it. There's this real opportunity here in the heart of the retreat to be fully present with whatever it is that's bubbling up and when there's strong content our tendency is actually to not stay present with it and thinking about it, judging it, analyzing it is a way of creating a little distance for ourselves. the other thing to say is that if very strong content comes and it feels overwhelming it's okay to let it go it's okay to say, okay, that, that feels like that's enough, and you can go back to the breath, you can open to sound, you can redirect your attention if you feel overwhelmed. It's like that jar of water got reshaken up, and now it's all muddy and churny and murky, and it's okay to settle back down. And let yourself settle back down, and then see what else comes. And if what bubbles up becomes again, churn, 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 churn in the water, it's okay to settle back down. Using your breath, your body, you can walk, you can whatever you know to do to settle yourself and then again turn and see what's there. This is kind of the art of the practice. It's for each of us to find what's the appropriate orientation and perspective to bring to our experience now. So these are just some tips, if you will, about how to begin to engage with this often slippery and difficult territory of thinking. Difficult not only because of content that may arise, but because it's so easy to get pulled into the story, the river, the thinking about thinking. There's two other pieces that are a little more subtle that may be useful for you if you find yourself particularly settled and able to notice thought uh, in a kind of clear and precise way. And one is some of what, building on some of what I said last night, which is to begin to notice, is there a gross or subtle attitude toward the thought? Is it just you're having a thought and you have a kind of neutral, open, receptive response to it? Or do you notice there's a little bit of leaning in or maybe a lot, grabbing onto, wanting, or the opposite? Is there a little bit of leaning away or resisting or rejecting? So you can notice this in your attitude. You sometimes can notice it as tension in the body. That can be a wonderful place to pay attention, to notice not just the thought itself, but how are you relating to it? What's the attitude? And finally, if there are moments when you feel particularly quiet and settled, it's possible that you can actually watch a thought arise and you can watch a thought disappear. And this watching of the arising and passing of thoughts, similar to the arising and passing of sound, or the arising and passing of a cycle of breath, can be a wonderful way to begin to have some insight into the truth of impermanence as we were describing or talking about last night. So taking a moment now just to uh, let those words subside and tuning in listening in, bringing your attention to the body. You might notice if there's any impact of the words on your physical state. Attending to the posture that you can sit in a way that's relaxed and awake. Perhaps noticing the quality of energy in the body as sensation. How is the body expressing itself now? And finding the breath in the body. connecting with, allowing, receiving the breath as sensation. and resting in the body, and the breath, allowing your attention to open. Letting it be drawn to whatever may be strong or predominant in your experience. perhaps noticing sounds or strong sensation in the body a strong mood or emotion. (laughs) And opening now and throughout today to include thought as part of the tapestry of your awareness, of your experience. Perhaps noticing the type or patterns of thought that arise as words or images without grabbing on and getting caught or lost in the story or content going for a ride with your thinking. But without rejecting or pushing anything away. Opening to receive each moment of experience just as it is. Just as sounds arise and are known and fade away. Just as the sensations of breath and body arise and pass. As moods and emotions come and go. allowing thoughts to arise and be known and letting them fade away as they will on their own. Letting thoughts move like clouds across the vast sky-like mind. Knowing if you get caught in a story or your spaciousness turns into spaciness. You can always reconnect with the body and breath in any moment if that's useful. settling and then opening to receive whatever's here, letting each experience come and letting it go.